0: myself and reaching them with elite-level precision. I thrived on overachievement, something characteristic of many women in my generation, where every door seemed open to us. When I finally looked up at the end of high school, I was studious and well respected by my peers and teachers, but not exactly hot stuff. I hadn't forgotten Tom and Meg and love and witty romance, It had just fallen off the radar for a while. I'd built key life skills. I had great friends and a great resume. But I hadn't let myself get lost in a crush, stumbled through an awkward date, or even had my heart broken yet. As some of my friends flirted with guys and I remained completely inept, I was alarmed by the possibility that I was missing something formative, something our parents went through and their parents before them like dating, relationships, love. But that alarm was like tiny, because I had college plans. I just needed a romance plan, too. I started editing my academic and athletic goals to include silent relationship ones. Goals I had figured out on my own, of course, because it was very uncool to admit you were clueless in the boy department. I spent months trying different approaches, Yet my plan, pay attention, oscillate between receptive and aloof, wasn't working. The rules had lied. I was checking off personal goals left and right. A 4.0-plus GPA, the National Honor Society, editor-in-chief of the school newspaper, all-state softball player and captain of the team, about to earn my acceptance to the University of Michigan, the only school I'd ever wanted to attend, but I couldn't seem to make any headway in the relationship department. On the cusp of college, I finally just decided to make like Elizabeth Bennett and be as badass as possible until Mr. Darcy showed up. I had to admit, lifelong, I could count my crushes on one hand. And most of them turned out to be lackluster, the more I got to know them. But I kept love as a goal. I did want to meet someone, someday, Maybe I was just too mature, I thought, and it would all even out, eventually. Little did I know, my journey toward the audiobook you are listening to was about to get a key flourish. In 2009, I was leafing through an issue of Harper's Bazaar when I started to read a profile about a Hollywood producer. Susan Downey, Iron Woman, was the headline of the story, written by journalist Kimberly Cutter. I had never heard of Susan Downey, but was vaguely familiar with her husband Robert Downey Jr., who was rising to success again as superhero Iron Man and legendary detective Sherlock Holmes. Susan, Cutter writes, was known around Hollywood circles as the miracle that saved her husband's career. She was a young producer, an overachiever, a straight arrow. He was a talented but struggling actor who had bounced from substance abuse to jail to rehab in a series of bizarre incidents that left his reputation in question. They met on the set of the film Gothica, which she produced and he starred in. Several things stood out to me. Susan was smart and had been incredibly successful on her own before ever meeting her now husband. Robert was a risk, so far from the Prince Charming prototype that was the stuff of my early imagination. And yet, there was something about him that just clicked for her. More than anything, I never doubted it, she told Cutter. There was something in my gut that knew really quickly. I knew three months in that this was it. The director of Sherlock Holmes, Guy Ritchie, told Bazaar that the pair represented the greatest illustration of a symbiotic marriage that I've ever seen. Susan tried to explain the connection, too. There was something magical there, something we couldn't put our finger on she said. He always says that we became this third thing when we got together, something that neither of us could have become by ourselves, and I think that's true. Susan was sure of herself, and thus, sure of her connection with Robert. I don't have a history of making bad choices, she said, and if my parents had any reservations, whether they were scared about his being an actor, or an addict, or that he'd gone to prison, or had a kid and an ex-wife... The whole shebang of things I claimed I would never want in a guy and add some new things to it.